welcome to another episode of the Alpha Race Pod. Yes, indeed. In the building with your hosts, Cam and Darren. Mm-hmm. How are you today? I'm good today. Yeah. How are you today? I'm all right, you know, just, yeah, I'm good, to be fair. It's good, to be fair. Not as good as you, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a great mood. I don't know why. It's just one of those days. You had a good week or something? No, actually. No. You know what? A little bit, maybe. What's been the highlight of your day? That's so weird you say that. I was going to ask you that. Really? I swear. <laughs> Let's not. <laughs> the highlight of my day today. You know what? I had a really nice bowl of watermelon. Okay. And it was really nice. Yeah, it was really refreshing. I saw someone talking about doing a watermelon fast. Who was it? Oh, I don't know about that. Just yeah. watermelon. Yes, yeah, so I feel like they would date. Who was it? I can't remember. But it was talking about they had an injury and then they like was having inflammation on their shoulder or something. Then they had like a watermelon fast from like Thursday to Sunday and it and it stopped everything and No way. They recovered and whatever else and they're feeling better and stronger. Maybe I will do that then. I can't remember who it was though. Because I had some eggs, For some kale chips, some watermelon, some strawberries. I had a good eating day. Mm. <laughs> I think that's why I'm so happy. You think that contributes to your mood? I think so. I they think say so. you are what you eat and stuff like that, right? They do. <laughs> but do you have you noticed when you do eat healthy that you do feel... <laughs> <sighs> what are we talking about today? <laughs> I've been annoying you since, since <laughs> I walked in. <laughs> you just, uh, let's just stop my, my sentence. Right misery just loves company, doesn't it? No, I'm, I'm not joking. miserable. First <laughs> I'm of joking. All. <laughs> first of all. <laughs> Let's not do that. I'm definitely <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Well, we are here today to talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. We have come with purpose, and that purpose is escapism. Yeah, so mm. on escapism, mm. <laughs> what's your go to? <laughs> <laughs> When you said you had a question for me, mm. I had no idea you were going to put me on the spot. You want to see this mood come down, don't no, you? <laughs> you're scared. Your, your, your go-to could be laughter. Oh my God, maybe actually. So what you're escaping from right now. Do you know <laughs> see, what? I, I was in a good mood, but <laughs> <laughs> suddenly I need some watermelon. <laughs> uh, see how that works. <laughs> no, no, no okay, okay. Um... I have a, a different question to ease us in. Okay. Because that's. Not, we're not that's dropping that. We can put a pin in it and we'll come we'll back. We'll put a pin in it. We'll cool, put a pin cool, in cool, it. Cool. But <laughs> my question when you think of escapism, hmm. what's the first thing that comes into your head? Could be anything. Like, is there a synonymous word? Does it have a positive or negative connotation to you? Does an image of a type of person come into your head? What's the first thing? For my life personally, or just in general, when in, I think of the word. In general, but I guess in your life personally. Because they're two counters. very different things. If I think mm. of escapism in general, mm. it's not really what I think of escapism when I f- apply it to myself, which is quite strange. I that think. is strange. Because mm. mm. for myself, I know my escapism isn't like deep rooted. Mm. Like it's all like lighthearted and funness and more like taking a break from all the busy stuff that I do and mm. work and 
creation and all of these things. Yeah. Whereas when I look at escapism in general, I do kind of attach it to what are you trying to get away from? Hmm. Which is a big difference. Because when I'm talking about myself, I don't think about what I'm trying to get away from because what I'm trying to get away from, it's all relative, but what I'm trying to get away from doesn't feel so bad. So is yours, would you say, more intentional when you are experiencing escapism? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's the key. Like, that's the difference for me between what makes escapism a positive or a negative thing in your life. Mm. You know, like if you're using escapism to literally escape from something or fall into something, because I feel like you can fall into a habit of escapism as well. Yeah. Then it can be a negative thing. But if you're using it mindfully, like this is my moment to just plug out of mm-hmm. the world and plug into something for myself then that's a different thing. Do you think you always do it consciously? Me personally? Yeah, you personally. (laughs) No, Mm. no. I think I have gotten better, but I definitely had a habit of escapism and like an avoidance issue, I feel. What does a habit of escapism look like? You don't need to go into like fine details if it's Mm. personal. No, no, I'm just trying to think which, which escapist thing am I gonna <laughs> refer to? What does it look many? like? <clears throat> I think so many happen subconsciously. I'll give an example of a really subconscious one was escaping through social media. Okay. Yeah, In so especially TikTok because it's so quick, so fast, so much information that is mainly meaningless and for entertainment comes at you so quickly. So it became a form of escapism. And even like, say if I was experiencing an uncomfortable emotion or something like that, then yeah. I'd automatically pick up my phone and go to TikTok and just be on there for a minute. Do you think all entertainment is escapism then? Like consuming entertainment? I don't think you can really put a blanket statement on that because I know someone personally who really utilizes Instagram, for example, like all their content is stuff that inspires them or activates them in a positive way because they know that they look at their phone first thing in the morning. So they want to make sure that what they're looking at is good. Mm. My algorithm is a bit different. (laughs) (laughs) What? What's... I saw something like that. Someone someone said, like, if you look at this person's explore page and you see X, Y, and Z, that, that paints a picture of them. You Do know, you it's, I don't think my explore page is an accurate picture of the whole of me, but it definitely would show that the internet for me is a form of escapism because mm. all my stuff is like, pop culture or this or that or nothing really any use <laughs> <laughs> all right it's not why those weren't my words but <laughs> <laughs> no like nothing but tangible yeah. like it's just all entertainment and yeah all light. entertainment my instagram is a bit more inspirational or like funny things and memes and stuff but tiktok is so random and nothing is very useful how long do you think it takes to change your timeline on tiktok just in general just like in terms of the things that you consume i'd say and this is so specifically random Mm. or randomly specific but i would say three days for me personally if i stick to something for three days i'm in a momentum of that thing 
be it positive or not serving me. So that's like your social timeline, yeah? So in your moments of escapism, is it is it a similar time frame? Like if you stick to something for three days, that crept up on me because it's so accessible, so easy, so addictive. Like so much is happening mm. at once, and then I was literally looking at myself and realizing, oh my god, you're on this all the time. Like even when I'm writing or creating, and I'm, you know, as you're naturally, if you're a writer, you'll probably know. Like when you're in a flow, and then you stop out of a flow for a second that's when I'll just go to my phone or even when I'm feeling really in- inspired and I'm feeling all this energy and it's just too much I just go to my phone it's you do that a, as well yeah I found myself doing that the other day and I'm like what am I doing because I was literally in the middle of something it's mm. not like I was having a, a low moment I picked up my phone and I went onto my timeline and I was like what am I doing <laughs> and I closed my Honestly, phone and went back to same, what I was doing. same it's so subconscious like it feels weird to not have it in my hand for a long period of time but it helped me to gather my thoughts though which was crazy. Like I was obviously doing something. Mm. Then I was like, hold on, let me just take a, I don't know, subconsciously, I think this is what happened. I was doing something, mm. but I was in the flow or something. And then I was just like, let me gather my thoughts. And for that split second, while I'm gathering my thoughts, I've gone to my mm. social media. I can't remember what it was, Instagram, Twitter. Whatever. But did it help you gather your thoughts? When I closed it, it went, oh yeah. I looked on it, then I caught myself in what I was doing. Like, mm. why am I on this when I'm meant to be doing that? Mm. Closed it, and then I went straight back to what I was doing. Fine. But that was all a subconscious thing. So only now on reflection, I realised what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, see, good for you, but I get caught in the... <laughs> but is that escapism, though? That's not escapism. That just feels like distraction. Yeah, I guess so. I g- that does sound like a distraction. I think for me, and I'll be super honest, like as soon as I wake up, I'm on TikTok and then I'm just there for really? like an hour. Yeah. And then before I sleep and throughout the day, it takes up so much of my time. Like you just kind of escape your life through looking at other people's lives. And it started informing my own thoughts and self-image from what I was taking in because it feels so brief and so meaningless that you don't think you're absorbing any of it within your being. And then, for instance, like there's so many videos of women talking about men and relationships and all the different ways that a man just does not like you (laughs) and all this stuff, (laughs) you know. And I didn't realize it until I was reflecting that it was actually making me feel really insecure and affecting the way that I was moving in in my things. Mm. Thing, but yeah. Um, what do you think triggers your your moments of like escapism? Is it a feat? Is it how you're feeling? Is it how you're thinking? Is so it? that's a subconscious thing. Mm. And now that you said it, I'm not sure if escapism is the correct word, but I think I do use it in moments of uncertainty. So that does sound like escapism. So, but no, go on, go on. But yeah, with other forms of escapism. That's where I feel like I've improved a lot because it got to a point where, well, it never got to, it just was at a point where it was very much an avoidance thing. So if there was anything emotional or uncomfortable, anything, I would turn to a vice, you know, and not deal with the issue, not think of solutions, not actively move through the emotions or do what I needed to do to move from it and past it and I saw this quote which is so true it said like okay maybe 
drinking through your problem not mm. that that was my thing but drinking th- as an example drinking through your problem will find you and buy you happiness today but you are borrowing from tomorrow's happiness to do that and you will have to pay that off the next day i've got so much to say on that but before we do that i mm. think we should set some clarity in the room okay what do you like how do you define escapism Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I look at the official Webster's dictionary look now? At the official yeah, go on. Because I would say escapism, and that's what I was going to say to where it's, you know, finally to say like where it's at a positive place for me now hmm. is I'm very, I'm more intentional with it. So I would say to myself, okay, for instance, today was a heavy day. I am actively choosing to not deal with it today because I already have an idea of how I'm going to move through it or I've already kind of done what I needed to do, you know, to work through it in some way or I truly do not want to deal with this until tomorrow and then I will do that. Mm. So that's when I, you know, go to whatever I'm going to and it's not really a vice. It becomes a bit more of like a... A soothing crutch yeah mm. Mm. but then say if i've got that looming problem and every single day i'm going back to the same form of escapism yeah or the same thing instead of dealing with the problem then that would be i guess a more negative way of, of experiencing escapism yeah and that kind of goes back to how i said in at the beginning like the difference between mm. how i look at escapism in yeah. general compared to myself so on that the official oxford languages says escapism the tendency to seek distraction and relief from unpleasant realities mm. especially by seeking entertainment or engaging in fantasy oh that's interesting mm. escapism within the mind fantasy thinking yeah that's a big one actually mm. so when you mm. mentioned vices right mm. For instance, say somebody that is homeless, mm. right? And they ask for people for alcohol. They're drinking alcohol, however they get their alcohol to consume. They consume their alcohol. Mm. And that takes them away from their reality. Like they're escaping their reality yeah. for that moment, right? <coughs> what do you think is the difference between somebody that does that and then somebody that does it just for a feeling rather than their reality um or do you think there is even a difference i don't think there's a difference in terms of what you're getting from it Mm. because what both scenarios are doing is trying to escape their current feeling their current circumstance in search of a better one Mm. but what I will say is those circumstances are so different. Completely different circumstances. So different, you know, like I can't speak on this because I've thankfully not experienced it, but when you are in that position, what can you do, you mm. know? Mm. Like what are your options? So, so so why do you think why do you think it's judged so harshly? Right, because just in general, I feel like escapism, especially in, in relation to vices, why do you think it's judged so harshly? Because I think it is a fact. Mm. 
an undeniable fact that escapism <clears throat> only provides relief. It doesn't provide solutions. Temporary relief, yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. The, exactly. The relief is temporary. Like, if you're busy in your life and you're doing some form of escapism, which even could be the gym or something, mm. you know, there could be positive habits, I guess. But you are searching for relief from something. Yeah. And I think part of the negative connotation or it being judged so harshly is because of how quickly it can spiral i think that's the danger with escapism yeah mm. which is something that i wanted to touch on a little bit was you could be doing something that is completely manageable mm. and then after a while you fall into the routine of doing it so much that it's now become detrimental to you but you don't notice it because it's still giving you that relief, mm. but you're not doing it for those relief reasons anymore. You're doing it because it's really taking you away from something that you need to deal with. Yeah, exactly. And again, even the gym, like if there's a issue in your life that you are not emotionally dealing with, mm. you can't underestimate how important it is to feel through things and deal with your emotions appropriately. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, even something like the gym, you can overdo it. Yeah, so you might not obviously there's a lot of health benefits for mm. going for the gym but if you're not letting your body rest and recover yeah. <coughs> it's not benefiting you in the way that it should do right yeah and looking at your mind as its own entity mm. you know you can't solve the mind just by the body likewise you can't expect the mind to get better if you're not of course using your body correctly either yeah so i mean it's it's a balancing act like everything in life but um Mm. it's the mind versus the body almost at the same time in that situation escapism is so addictive though like even what they said in the definition mm. i was gonna say the dictionary mm. which i guess i could have you said could've. to be fair whatever but <laughs> either or <laughs> yeah with that like even with escaping with fantasy you know you mm. can really trap yourself into a mindset a way of being thinking about things in certain ways and not dealing with things in reality even if you're just say you have a confrontation with someone or you avoid a confrontation and in mm. your mind you're imagining everything you would say and you're just like i'll do it next time the next time never comes but the problem will always be there have you ever found yourself caught in fantasy oh yes yeah <laughs> yeah for sure for sure. Oh, I hate to admit because it's just so, I don't think anyone wants to admit it, but especially in the dating world sometimes or whatever, you can just like over fantasize about the outcomes that you want, that the person that you're speaking to, especially when you're first getting to know them. And it serves no one mm. because that's not real and you're just making a person up. So does your, has your fantasy ever played out in real life? Hmm no no <laughs> not really interesting not really there would be times where because there's a difference between fantasy and mm. getting caught in like this made-up scenario that you are existing in and enjoying and a difference between intention setting mm. you know and manifesting ideal scenarios but there's a different energy that comes with that when mm. you're manifesting ideal scenarios <clears throat> and when it comes true, there's a level of detachment to it. Like, okay, I would like if this happened, 
and you feel how it would feel in your body and blah 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 oh, but you see when you're doing the feeling thing ain't that kind of like fantasy no because then you detach and you let it go okay. you're like i would like for that to happen and if it does it does if it doesn't it doesn't and you've dealt with all the things in the background within you mm. to understand why you want that thing or this that and the other i'll give an example for that in a second but to clarify the difference whereas fantasy thinking mm. you are literally depending on how deep into it you go with it but you are dissociating from the present moment right to be in that fantasy and feel the relief from it that's interesting yeah that's interesting. There was something I said I was going to say, an example. Yeah, you said you are going to give an example. I wish I did it when I said it, because... Don't tell me you've forgotten. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. It will come back to me. See what age lost the people. What was... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do that on the, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Are you... Anyway, we're, we're not going to go there. But what I was going to say in terms of an example. Ah, an example. So, for instance, you could be fantasizing about being in a relationship with someone and mm. how much you want to be in this relationship with them and blah, 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 and thinking of all these things. And it gives you all that relief and it's just not happening. Mm. But say if your intention setting, you're manifesting, you're looking into yourself and thinking of desired outcomes what i found in the difference with that was understanding why i wanted a relationship and it wasn't because i really really wanted to be with that person in that way at that time mm. what i realized was there was a wound in me that felt like it could only be proof of you know unworthiness or am i really wanted or proof that you're wanted yeah. that in my head could only be proved by being in a relationship so that's very different from actually wanting something because you really want it. And when you move out of fantasy and do that reflection and understand why you want something, you can figure out whether that's something you really want. And that's how you work with manifestation in terms of being on the right frequency and getting what, what you really need and want rather than fantasizing about something that seems to soothe a wound rather than dress a wound. I get it. Mm. But are the feelings so are the feelings polar opposite? Yeah, because when you're fantasizing about something, there's like this desperate energy that comes with it. Okay. Because mm. it's soothing. Mm. And the same thing happens when you're drinking your problems away or smoking your problems away. It's not coming because you're intentionally deciding to be in the present moment and enjoy it. You are desperate to relieve yourself from the feeling that you're feeling in the moment whether that's insecurity, so then you start fantasy thinking, whether mm. that's fair with what might happen in some uncertainty in your life, so you might smoke some weed to feel more calm, or whether that's feeling something else and then going out and partying, it's, it's different. Yeah. Mm. I if get what you're saying. If something takes you out of the present, then that, to me, is escapism. Yeah. Because when you're enjoying yourself through your escapist activities whatever they may be mm -hmm. you, and you're taking a break from what you're taking a break from in your life you're not gone somewhere else in your mind for hours you're still enjoying things in the present 
So like there's a there's a clear difference between taking a break and escaping something, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because there's a... <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm ready for the trick question. No, it's not a trick question. I'm just establishing <laughs> something here. Yeah. So like not every time that you're taking a break from something to enjoy something that you like to do, it doesn't necessarily go hand in hand with escapism, right? No, not necessarily. So you see like... How do you, how are you within yourself able to differentiate the, between the two? Um, so, <clears throat> exactly how I said, I guess. Like, if I'm doing it to avoid something, whether that's a piece of work that I'm not doing mm. and I'm procrastinating, and what I'm really doing and avoiding it is because I don't think. I'm actually good enough to do what I'm wanting to do or I'm feeling insecure about it, then that is escapism. If at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? That was a good day's work or that was a bad day's work, but I just want to, you know, unwind. Mm. Using this thing to unwind in the way that I liked to unwind with it, with the effect that it gives me because I enjoy it, then that's different from... I don't want to think about this thing, so I'm going to do this thing because I know it makes me feel differently. Like, you're not depending on the feeling that yeah. it gives you. You just, you're just there to enjoy it. So imagine you live in a house now, yeah? Mm. Um, it could be any type of household setup, whether it's parents, siblings, mm. or partner, kids, right? Mm -hmm. You've had a long day at work. You come home, and the first thing you want to do is, I don't know, play a game play a video game or mm. watch something mm. what what would you class that as would you class that as any type of escapism um again it's how you use it so in that scenario mm. same thing you've come home from a long day at work and you just want to unwind but you've got the reality of your house to deal with yeah so that's that's what i was going to say like if you're kind of putting your responsibilities to the side and you don't return to them later that evening then that would be escapism interesting there's a lot of hours you know from when you come home and go to sleep if in all those hours you're watching stuff and playing video games and you haven't done anything that is nurturing for you at the same time because mm. a break is nurturing for you but if you've just done that thing and not done those loving things that come from discipline, like setting up your stuff for work the next day or yeah. making dinner and having a good dinner or even having a good shower to like unwind from the day. That's a form of escapism, I'd say, that I do as well. Like I have a deluxe shower and it's just so, you know, all my favorite products and blah, blah, blah. But that's not going to take five hours. Would you class holidays as escapism? No, or not really. Are you going to really. say the same thing? Depends on. Yeah, <laughs> scroll up. Because <laughs> you know, like when people say you go on holiday and you just leave everything behind here, you don't think about anything that's going on yeah. in your country. Is that not slightly like. It is, but it's it? good when you come back and you get back into life and you feel refreshed and mm. you're able to do the things with, with renewed energy, then that isn't necessarily escapism. But if you come back and you're immediately like, okay, let me just plan the next one. Mm. 
what is it in your life that you just don't like so much that you're living through holidays? That's the difference. Mm. Mm. So you see, once you've kind of um, dealt with that process of it, where you understand that you are actually escaping from something, mm. what steps do you take to deal with it first? So, it's been a long journey. Mm. Therapy has helped, I'm not going to lie. But what I do is take some steps before the escapism. Okay. You know, so I'm just, my journal really helps me. Like journaling through my emotions is a big tool that I use. Like I literally journal every day and outside of that, whenever I need to. Mm. Um, and th another thing as well, a good example too, like sometimes I'd meditate or do Reiki or whatever, and that would be a form of escapism because I'm just going there to get the good feeling or to feel yeah. really relaxed. And even though it's good for me, it doesn't actually affect me positively if I'm not using it to evolve my spirit, but using it to escape my life. Mm -hmm. And I've done that where I've been meditating because I'm like, oh my God, I just don't want to feel this way. And it didn't actually help. I was just stressed throughout the whole thing because there's something in your mind that's asking for your attention. Mm. So journaling is great because you're facing it head on. And sometimes uh, it will just be too much. You know, you could face a truth in yourself that's hard to hear in the moment. So that's when I might put that down and decide to do something else, like maybe talk to a friend, even if that conversation is just a funny, uplifting one, or watch something have a shower, like to soothe myself if that's what I need. Sometimes I'll just be like, I'm just putting this day to rest and going to sleep. Yeah. Sometimes you need that. Or I might go to one of my trusty vices because it's just that kind of a day where I'm like, there's not more I can do with this emotion. Like I've reached my peak with dealing with this for now or a solution hasn't come yet, but I've got the right question for what solution I want so I won't leave it unresolved I'll know where I'm at with it before getting into escapism mm. but if it's another moment like a moment of insecurity or an intrusive thought and then I've just jumped on TikTok and I'm scrolling in the moment it provides relief but it's not helpful because what you're doing is you are reinforcing that negative cycle mm. where you're avoiding something so then you go to something else that provides you temporary temporary relief so you have strengthened the thing that you're avoiding so when it comes back again that impulse to avoid it is even stronger and you've now associated that thing with a sense of relief but that problem is still there and you're caught in a cycle yeah. and that's why escapism is judged so harshly because it's so easy to spiral into that yeah. and it's really hard to come up out of that because when you do like for instance i'm not just now dealing with the thing that i was avoiding the emotion that i've avoided which has mm. now automatically been you know associated with a habit of avoidance that is now stronger than it was before now i've also got a TikTok addic addiction <laughs> Yeah, and that, that's the most yeah. stupid addiction to have at 30 years old so so all right this is a double sided <laughs> yeah. question yeah number one do you think it's healthy to have these moments of escapism 
And number two, do you think it's unhealthy to do like a hard stop on anything that you do use for escapism? That's two really good questions. So I'll go backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we're going to get a bit crazy, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you decide the order of school. <laughs> We're not going to get chronological here, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> keep the people guessing. But um, with, wait, what was the second See, I part? knew you was going to lose it, you know. <laughs> I, I was just waiting because it reinforces my, my earlier statement about, <laughs> anyway. So the second one was, is it, um, um, is it unhealthy to do a hard stop on anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing about habits is that you can't actually break a habit you have to replace a habit like there is something there now that exists so if in your head you're like today I'm not going to go on TikTok that's in your field and what's in your field is in your focus so Mm. all day you're just thinking about not going on TikTok so you need to have an idea of what you're replacing that with with something healthier like this is what I do this is what I want to do instead Mm. And that's where you have to, you do need a hard stop because the more you do it, the more you're reinforcing it. You can have certain times where it's like, this is my only time to be on TikTok. This is Mm. my social media time. And then you can set an alarm, blah, 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 have a hard stop with that and do that. There's, there's, you know, that's one example. There's ways to work around it, do whatever it is for you, but you do need the hard stop and you also need to replace it with something. Otherwise you it's just impossible i believe interesting and your first question was is escapism healthy again it depends on how you use it so if you're doing what you do or what i sometimes do which is using escapism actively intentionally Mm. with an awareness to get some relief from something and escape from it and then go back to what you were going to do and you have the discipline and willpower to do that Mm. and then escapism can be incredibly healthy i guess it all depends on what you're doing as well right yeah yeah but you know if you're using escapism to avoid certain things and you're not addressing the undercurrent of whatever it is in you that Mm. is using that escapism then it's not healthy i think in most cases the way most people use it it's just not really healthy you can comment if you've cracked the code but (laughs) (laughs) so like we need the help but um most times i don't think it's very healthy if you've got a friend that's going through stuff and you can see that they're like let's say they're always phoning you oh let's go out for a drink whatever whatever and you know you could like after a while you recognize that yeah, mm. this is you trying to escape something. Would you step in or would you just, you would step in, yeah? I have done that. Like there was a friend How'd who was it? going through a breakup and they were doing that exact example, like always going out, blah, mm. blah, blah. And I said, you know, are you okay? You've been doing this quite often. Like, you sure it's not a problem? <laughs> what, the drinking or you mean? <laughs> you have got... You've no, got I said, you know... You know what, like, <laughs> are you developing a bit of a issue here? Could you recognise that it was off the back of the breakup? 
Yeah. Okay. Because there was out of the norm of what they, they usually do. And obviously they're drinking and then talking about the breakup. So yeah. what you're avoiding will come out anyway in such unhealthy ways. So, so yeah, I did call them out on it and I could recognize it from when I have used escapism. Mm. I think sometimes it can be healthy. Like when you're first going through something and you just want a good time and to get out of it, then yeah. But again, things develop into a habit and then you can have that thing there that just exists inside you now and drives you unconsciously Yeah, and you haven't dealt with it. Or you can be like, okay, that was a great two weeks it's time to like deal with myself now that's so interesting that you mentioned that example because that was um that was one of the not scenarios but one of the topics that i wanted to talk on mm. was like i've noticed it quite often that people will come out of a relationship mm. and then they go through this period of escapism but People do it in different ways, obviously. Some people go mm. out drinking, some people go to the gym, whatever, whatever. Why do you think it a loss in however you frame a loss can lead to escapism so often? Another excellent question. Um Full of them today, aren't it? <laughs> yeah, you really you really are. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. I think loss is so hard because mm. Oh, like what do you feel that with, you know? And what do you feel that with, like talk, talking personally? Yeah. And what I've seen when you are going through a breakup, you're dealing with all the what ifs, like how am I, what if I need them? What if they're this? What if blah, blah, blah? What if I don't find anyone else? What if they find someone else? What if they were with someone else this whole time? It, it's horrible. And then there's all the grief that comes with it. Mm. I think you're so out of control in those situations and that can lead and i think most situations where there's a loss of control you want to control things in some way mm. um and that's when you can lead to escapism i think it can be useful sometimes like it can be nice to go out but i've also seen so many times and myself i've experienced it where you are dealing with the loss of someone and you go out and you just don't have a good time. Yeah. yeah you yeah, actually yeah, yeah. don't have a good time. Like there's the right period to go back out in the world and mm. have some fun. But you really do have to tend to your wounds because those times where I went out when I was dealing with something, I really was not extroverted. I wasn't in a good lighthearted energy. I was just standing around, not really dancing, just sad and wanting to go home. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. then you want people to flirt with you, but your energy is just like I need to be alone, <laughs> and no one does. So then you feel even worse, <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, all my insecurities are true. I am so unwanted. <laughs> yeah, that opens a whole another can of worms. And that's not true. Yeah, like you know, it's so hard not to take losses personally, but I think it's such a natural human thing for all your insecurities to come to the surface, which is why you need to be dealing with your insecurities and remember the truth, which is that you are good enough. Mm. These things happen. You will find someone else. You've moved into a new frequency. That person can't come with you. There's reasons why you did this. All the good stuff that you need to remember. When you're escaping something and using escapism, you're giving yourself no time to remember mm. those things. So all that's in your head is the horrible stuff. That's true. Have you seen the consequences of not escaping? 
Hmm. Kind of actually, because when you're not escaping, you're just in your issue and you're too close to it. And sometimes you need to take a step back. Some separation, right? Mm. That's why I feel like it's, it's finely balanced. I feel like, yeah. I f- honestly, I feel like escapism is needed, mm. but it just needs to be managed well. And if you're doing it intentionally, when do you think it's needed and how would it be managed well even in this scenario we just gave like a breakup or a loss i feel like in a breakup it's needed because the reality is you feel no matter what side of the the coin you are whether you're the person that done the done the breakup or has Mm. been broken up with more so the person that's been broken up with it, it's not going to feel great, right? Mm. And the reality of that is, is never going to be nice. Yeah. Unless there's been like a, a clear defining incident. Mm. But if it's just like growing apart or feelings or something of that nature, that's going to make you question whether you're yourself or the person, loyalty, trust, insecurities, all of these things that you mentioned. Mm. Um, sitting in that and not escaping that I feel that's very heavy on one person at any given moment. Mm. So I feel like in those scenarios, escapism, whether it is something like the gym, because yeah. you do see that quite often, they, all of a sudden this person's become a gym person. Mm. And honestly, when you're in the gym, you don't think about anything else. Yeah. You don't think about anything. You're like, you're just in there amongst I can't even it. imagine myself. Yeah, but <laughs> if I don't know, maybe not everybody, but mm. for me anyway, when I'm in the gym, I don't think about anything. Yeah. Like it's just, it's a different, I'm switched off. Mm. And I think if that does apply to other people, I've not been through that whole feeling before mm. in my life. So I, I can't say for sure. But if that, if that same ethos in the gym does apply to other people, if you're going through something, that moment of escapism, I think is very healthy for your day because it takes away that load for an hour or two hours. gives you a bit of reprieve. I think everybody needs yeah. that, yeah, to be honest. Yeah, you do, you do. Like even sometimes when I'm in the middle of a problem and I'm just feeling so heavy and overloaded, sometimes I'll spend time with like my siblings mm. or my mum or something and we'll just be laughing and joking and have some comedy relief and you do feel lighter, like you you need to take a moment away from mm-hmm. your issue and when you come back it doesn't feel as it did before which is why again like when you're using whatever you use for escapism if you go into it with that intention mm. or you're open to feeling differently and putting your problem to the side for a second then it really can have such a profoundly positive effect on you yeah not all the escapism has a negative effect i don't think i think there's a difference though like i think there's positive escapism things like things that are guaranteed to make you feel better Mm. if you use them in the right way and then there's some things that are guaranteed to make you feel better in the moment gym is one of those things that regardless of how you use it it's gonna have a positive effect on you you're doing something good for your body yeah you know things like going for a walk in nature Mm -hmm. it's going to be healing in some way like you're never gonna come back from it feeling worse yeah i agree yeah and then there's some things like say if you have a couple of glasses of wine you're gonna feel better in the moment and that could make you start looking at things with humor that you wasn't looking at it in a way before or 
if you smoke it could give you some clarity in the bigger picture of things so you do go back to your problem differently mm. but you are also going back to your problem with a bit more tiredness or a slight hangover or like you know you have to still rebuild your energy in some way it's not exactly going to be mm. as healing as other forms of escapism yeah no, I get that, 100%. Yeah. I feel like in the grand scheme of things, you can escape a situation for a time being, mm. but you can't avoid it completely. Yeah. Like avoidance is something that I think a lot of people... Do so naturally. Yeah. Like, it's so easy to avoid stuff. Like even if you're, you put everything that you have into work and you're addicted to ambition and work and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Where do you draw the line between are you just using this thing to feel a sense of achievement and accomplishment and better about yourself, but you're not actually dealing with your issues? Mm. Whether that's, yeah, just whatever your issues are. It takes a lot to deal with your issues, though. It takes a lot to deal with your issues, but you, how can you get better at dealing with issues if you never deal with them that's a fact that's a fact when i was first not avoiding things and i did it in baby steps you know like avoidance doesn't just go overnight mm. if that's in you but the first times that i would deal with my issue it would just be a mess like it wouldn't really be it's not like i had a great journaling experience with incense and music and felt so much lighter it would just be me crying and scribbling in pages and not even necessarily feeling better mm. you know and then through putting that energy there you learn how to deal with yourself better so then it gets to a point where you might not even depend on your journal like that you know what thoughts to bring you back and ground you which is the point that i'm thankfully at now but it takes hard work it's so easy to pick up a phone and vent to the one person that you know is gonna vent back with you yeah. and nothing gets resolved and you feel worse it's so much harder to force yourself to call out like okay i'm feeling insecure right now like insecure is such an ugly word like when you're first admitting that to yourself it hurts physically mm. where so that's when i said sometimes it actually hurts so much i had to just go to sleep because it was too much or when you're feeling grief or loss and you're really feeling it these things are not easy whereas now i can name it and i feel less heaviness with it when i do that is that because of practice yeah it is practice because when you're first facing things and remember you've been avoiding this thing mm. so it's become a mountain out of a molehill for you so when you face it it's not as big to you anymore over time so then you're not as afraid of facing your feelings feelings hurt so when you first face them it really feels like something in you is dying mm. <laughs> or your world is it crashing. feels like the worst feeling <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly and then you just get used to feeling those feelings and they don't feel as tough because you've alchemized the stories that you've told yourself but that's when you don't allow yourself to be consumed by these feelings though yeah some people do unfortunately yeah you know like one thing a therapist said to me and he was amazing was it's not just thinking about things and crying it's about how you think about things mm. you know like of course, if you're telling yourself, I'm so stupid, I'm so this, I'm so that, you're going to feel worse. But if you're avoiding sitting with that part, 
and hearing those things. I hmm. said this before in the pod, but when you hear the thoughts that you tell yourself, actively hear them, you do ch naturally challenge them and you're like, no, that's not true. And you give yourself the compassion, the whatever that you need and you slowly come out of that habit. Yeah, yeah. But no, if you avoid key. it though, how do you even know what your self-talk is if you keep drowning it out with something? Yeah, if you're not having a conversation, you'll never know mm -hmm. what the answer is. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I mean, again, it's not, it's not black and white. It's different for everybody, right? How you come to that. And it takes time. Like it took me years, yeah. you know, my go-to years ago was why did you do that you're so stupid like blah 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 I haven't called myself stupid in years like that and when I do now there's less hurt with it because I know I'm not mm. but I wouldn't have done that work if I didn't do that work mm. that makes sense so like do you think what I'm getting from that is the, ba the basic way to kind of address the balance of escapism is to make sure that you're not avoiding completely what you're escaping from. Mm -hmm. hmm. And the tragedy is, is that you think you can avoid it. Where's it going? <laughs> like, where's it? It's in you. You can't avoid it. Some people out of sight, out of mind. Give an example. I don't have one because <laughs> I don't really operate like that. I like to deal mm. with it. Because it's not true. Like, out of sight, yeah, maybe, but... One example actually is out of sight, out of mind. Just say you've broken up with someone mm. and you, they're out of sight, out of mind, blocked them off everything, gotten rid of all the mutuals, blah, blah, blah. The next time you meet a person, all the stuff that you put out of sight, it comes back. Mm. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it does come back. Living proof, it comes back. <laughs> <laughs> That's the danger. I was surprised, but it does. Is that why when some people meet somebody new, they're already holding these? Yeah, the yeah, 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 mm. yeah. And you can still work on yourself and you meet someone new and that can still happen. Mm. But because you didn't avoid it, you're better equipped at dealing with it and you don't sabotage really good opportunities for happiness. Mm. Interesting. But the opposite is also true. Again, living example, like... I had broken up with someone. I did all the healthy things, healthy habits, blah, blah, blah. Got into meditation, did some grieving. It was all good, but I didn't deal with the insecurity, the betrayals, the trust that was broken. Yeah. The way that the outcome of that made me think about myself. So then when I met someone new, I just couldn't handle it. Like I, And even though they told me, all the things to reassure me i literally couldn't hear it you know i actually couldn't hear it and i cut them off didn't speak to them really regretted it but it was done like it was sabotage now you know because i just saw them with the same hurt eyes hmm. you have to deal with it and you recognize that instantly or did it take some time i recognize that in retrospect okay mm. when i was actually thinking back to convos and i was like Oh my God, they asked me to be their girlfriend twice and I thought they were just drunk and lying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> that is self-sabotage. <laughs> 101. I so, hear it though. Huh? I do hear it mm -hmm. because sometimes it's not recognizable. In not moment. at all. I had a nightmare that they were 
didn't even cheat on me actually. I had a nightmare that they just flirted with someone else and I was like, it's a sign. And then just cut them off the next day. And a week later, I was like, oh my God, what have I done? It's crazy that you classed that as a nightmare. Well, it wasn't a dream, was it? It, was <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the desired scenario, so. <laughs> I beat you though. <laughs> it was a nightmare. Like I woke up really upset. I'm not even going to go walk down that path. And I was just like, I don't think we're compatible, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And a while after, I was like, that's such a shame because they never will know how I felt about them. They might now. <laughs> well, I've moved on. But... <laughs> but I missed it. I don't even know why I just done that. Um, <laughs> trouble. Um, it's all the past that's the deep past yeah i mean obviously i did the work i'm in a better place but um yeah but 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 yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna leave you to to, to (laughs) please be my friend just for a minute i'm not gonna leave you in that one um (laughs) yeah that that has thrown me a little bit i have a question go on please uh yeah i will (laughs) i want to move on from this this moment but my question have you ever felt yourself falling into escapism at any point and how did you recognize that how did you bring yourself back um that's a good question thank you have i ever felt myself that's just what we do here that's I have, a hundred percent have, hundred mm. percent have. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, well, tell us then. <laughs> so, like, mm. yeah, no, I have a hundred percent. I'm just thinking about it, mm. and it was like a situation where I would go to a specific location where I knew that I could escape my reality, mm. but when I initially went to this location, I didn't know that's, that's that would be the purpose of going there. Mm-hmm. It's only upon getting there and then realizing, oh, I can do this here to free myself from everything that's going on in my life that all of a sudden I would feel a draw to go there just for that reason. Like a craving to be there almost. Yeah, for, for that reason solely, but nobody knew that's why I was there. Mm. I don't even think I knew that's why I was there. I'm only thinking about it retrospectively now. How did you deal with that at the time? At the time, I didn't because it was giving me a lot of relief from mm. from everything that I was going through. Um, and because it was mixed with like vices, laughter, mm. friendship, it didn't really feel heavy. It just felt mm. like, oh yeah, I'm just going there to just like relax, let my hair down, see my friends, have a laugh, whatever, mm. whatever. But it took a while for me to realize that, wait a minute, what I'm doing is not even, it's not solving anything. Yeah. Like after this, I'll go home and then tomorrow I feel the same way that I did mm. <laughs> two days ago. Like it doesn't change anything. How did you stop it? Is that how, like, kind of thinking yeah, about that at the time? Yeah, yeah, The reality just hit and it was just like, you do realise that no matter what you do, the feeling's not gone. Mm. Like, temporarily, like, the fact that you have to go there to, to get rid of that feeling means that the feeling's not gone, right? Because mm-hmm. it's still there. So and Then you um, start depending on it and 
looking forward to it through your day rather than being present in your day. But I, I stopped. I recognized before I became dependent on it, basically, mm. because I don't like to depend on anything. How, what did you, what was the indicator within yourself that helped you recognize that? Um, I think I'm kind of like methodical with the way I think in general. Mm. And when I realized that I was changing my plans and different things just to fit this in. Yeah. I was like, and it was having a knock on effect on what I would do the next day. Mm. Like. I might sleep in a bit later and I'm never a late sleeper. Like yeah. that's that's just not my story. I'm up mm. early every day. Early bird. Literally. And I just yeah, I just saw that that, that it was having a knock on effect. Mm. A real knock on effect on on and the rest know, of my that's life. That's what these vices do. Like the example I gave, you know, if you've drowned your sorrows, rightfully and deservingly so, with mm. a couple of glasses of wine. You're not going to wake up the next morning feeling super healthy. <laughs> but that's it as well. Like at the moment, at the moment when I'm going there, I'm having my little drink and whatever. And it's just like, you don't see it as anything. It doesn't feel like you're doing anything crazy. It's just like you're having mm. drinks with your friends, like you're running and jokes with your friends. that's normal. But the escapism, each time you do it, if you think of it like a brick, one brick, you can easily step over it. And you don't realize that day after day, you've now mm. built something in mm. your life that um, draws you in or blocks you away from the problem. You've built a wall around yourself. It's crazy it because accumulates. the reality of it is like, once you've dealt with whatever it is you're trying to escape from, yeah? Mm. Because of what I was going to do in terms of just going to see my friends, yeah. having a drink, laugh, whatever. <laughs> When I do it now that I've dealt with everything that I was feeling at that time, mm. I can I can go and do those things and it doesn't affect my next day, mm. which is crazy because I'm still doing the same actions. But because that underlying feeling is not there no more, I still wake up early. Like I mm. still have that same energy, that same bounce. It doesn't feel like, like you said, I just don't feel like I've drowned my sorrows and then I've woken yeah. up in my sorrows. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah, because you're happy to be in your life. You know, there's not something you're avoiding or escaping mm. from it. And when you're out of that bubble of joy the night before and you're in your day the next day and it's the same as it was when you're escaping it the day mm -hmm. before, you do feel heavy in your energy. Yeah. You literally. really do. Literally. What do you think about comparing or comparison with escapism? Like, say, for example, you're like, well, that person does this every day and they're fine. What's wrong with me? Like, why can't I? Don't do it, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been one to compare myself to anyone mm. because I just realized that you just don't know the whole truth from in behind closed doors. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. That is the truth. Yeah. Right, you just don't know. You, you just, just don't, don't know. know. Like... You know, someone said to me today, actually, that everyone is so average, <laughs> like humans, everyone. <laughs> That's exactly how I was like, speak for yourself. <laughs> God made me himself. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of true. Like no one has this special quality that makes them better than you or more equipped to handle things. And I'll give a vulnerable example. Like there was someone that I used to, I'm just deciding if I want to be that person. <laughs> I'm waiting to hear the term that you was going to use, someone that you used to. I wasn't going to expose the, the escapist thing, but 
there was someone that I used to, we had the same form of escapism. Open to your imagination. Go on. That's what I'm deciding. Like, is it worse <laughs> or better to say <laughs> to say it or not? Um, so anyway, we'd partake in the same activity every single day. And every day, the morning after, I'd feel heavy, tired, fatigued, like all the effects of the night before. Mm. And I think to myself, how are they fine? Like, how do they do this day in, day out and are dealing with it? Like, is it just me who has this, you know, this innocent escapist habit that's now turned into a problem? And then when I spoke to them about it and I was like, oh, I think I might have a problem. They told me the exact same thing that I was experiencing they've experienced too and they were like yeah like there was a point where I had to you know take a step back and stop doing this and blah 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 and I had no idea that that was happening yeah whereas I was thinking oh my god like what's wrong with me like why am I like this blah 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 why can't I handle it how come Mm. they're fine and they were experiencing the same things I was so even if you are having you have kind of spiraled into something be open don't think that anyone's judging you or you're having a unique experience and there's something wrong with you they yeah. were exper- and i was and they seemed so much stronger than me or more able to handle it or whatever but i just wasn't seeing their battles and they weren't seeing mine mm. that's that's the that's the thing behind it as well you feel like nobody's going through what you're going through in that yeah. moment and the reality is you could all be not might not be the same thing but it could be an equivalent feeling that you're all trying to avoid. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. So many people, like, we all share so many of the same demons, you know? So you have to be It just comes in different ways. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I agree. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're at that time of the show. Whoop, whoop. Word of advice. You kind of... Um, Don't do it! No, I'm joking. <laughs> you kind of just set the tone for it with your last mm. few words there. But do you have any words of advice in regards to escapism? Any others, I should say. Do all things with awareness and in moderation. Nice. Thank you. Um, what would I say to add to that? Yeah, face face what you're dealing with mm. as soon as you can. Um, and don't let escapism take over. And I love how you said as soon as you can, you know, like life is hard. It seriously can be hard. Some people deal with some difficult things. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at your plate and it's a little too full, you're going to have to eat everything in one day. 100%. Yeah sometimes i feel like we're so quick to try and resolve something in that moment that yeah. day yeah like sometimes it takes for real a month You've gotta be patient with yourself you have to be patient and loving with yourself you're a person not a project mm-hmm. as you famously once said oh yes thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> i'm just quotable today you're coming with all the questions i'm coming with all the quotes that's teamwork that, 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 that leads to a great episode i hope well I hope you, you guys, tell us people <laughs> i hope you enjoyed that one today yeah um it's an interesting topic to be fair mm. escapism I there's feel so many layers so many layers to it. i feel we all have elements of it that we deal with mm. whether it's on a day-to-day week-to-week month-to-month mm-hmm. but however you deal with it best just be safe and healthy with it i would say 
Yeah, really. and don't be ashamed of it when you need it. We oh, all yeah. need a crutch sometimes. Just make sure it's helping you walk and you're not just leaning on it forever. Of course, of course. Well, I hope for the last however long this episode was, took your mind away from everything else. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. um, A healthy form of escapism. Literally. So yeah, follow us on our TikToks, our social media. Don't don't um, ban TikTok just because Cam's addicted to it. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be on there reading your comments. Oh yeah, just uh, kidding around. <laughs> <laughs> now we appreciate yeah. all the interactions that we're getting on there. Mm-hmm. Um, hit us up with any suggestions of anything you want us to talk yeah, about. If you've got any anything comments. going on. We and, don't um, judge. Feel free to share. Literally. And we've got some exciting stuff coming, I think. Yeah, we do. So, yeah. Keep right. Keep up. Keep. What's the word I'm trying to think? R- rolling. No, that's not the one. <laughs> no, go with that. <laughs> Whatever that was. <laughs> keep with well, us I on our journey. I want to hear what that was. <laughs> and until next time. <laughs>